Welcome to Untangling Christianity. On this show, John and Greg attempt to diffuse destructive ideologies, unsnarl confused ideas, consider love and truth in Christianity. Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Greg Monteith. Today's episode is the third of 10 episodes, introducing a module in the First Steps curriculum of the Foundations of Flourishing program. These episodes will be shorter than most, and many will finish with discussions of an aspect of each module with my podcast partner, John Polstra. Foundations of Flourishing is one of the main programs within the Integration Project, a project that I have mentioned in numerous episodes over the past year. Foundations of Flourishing helps participants acquire the skills, dispositions, and knowledge needed for Christians to develop a high level of satisfaction with their beliefs, and consequently, for Christian belief to appear more legitimate and even more compelling to non-Christians. Second, having these skills, dispositions, and knowledge empowers Christians to engage thoughtfully and productively with the prominent concerns and questions of this cultural moment, such as the nature of hell, evolution versus creation, and gender issues, to name a few. The third module of the First Steps curriculum is entitled Inventory Taking, Inventory Valuing. Module 3 begins with a discussion of the homework for Module 2, where participants listed 10 skills, 10 dispositions, and 10 points of knowledge that they believe would be valuable as the First Steps curriculum progresses. Participants categorize these 30 skills, dispositions, and points of knowledge based on how difficult they thought each would be to cultivate. As I discussed in the previous episode, a key premise of First Steps is that in order for Christians to grow their faith and connect meaningfully with those around us, we must understand and learn to work beyond fear. Specifically, Christians need to understand and learn to engage productively with the principal fears that typically afflict them, relative to their beliefs. Having examined the main obstacle of fear last module, module three of First Steps focuses on the double task of understanding or inventorying personal beliefs and then assessing how much I value these beliefs and why. At first glance, inventory taking may seem like a simple and straightforward task for Christians. By definition, a Christian is someone who believes the basic tenets of Christianity. Yet in my experience, generic definitions actually prove to be more of an obstacle than an aid. In other words, the purpose of inventory taking is to understand more clearly what one believes one's personal slant, if you will, on those beliefs, and where one's beliefs come from. As such, a crucial factor for inventory taking is the notion of ownership, or the sense that a given belief or viewpoint is one that corresponds to my core values. We can say that we own a belief if it takes no or low outside impetus for us to maintain and promote it. In other words, beliefs that I own are beliefs that I intrinsically want to act upon, even if I am not consistent or always successful in doing so. Inventory taking also includes the related notion of understanding that our beliefs have an origin, even if there might be multiple points of origin for any given belief. The point is that understanding more about where our beliefs come from helps us evaluate why we hold them and value our beliefs as we do. The next part, inventory valuing, focuses on understanding how much one values a given belief relative to one's other beliefs, and why. So inventory valuing is concerned with several things. First, 
understanding the different priorities that we actually assign to our various beliefs. Second, understanding what values we claim to assign to them or believe that we should have, where the second happens to be different from the first. And third, understanding why we prioritize certain things over other things. On the point of assessing how much I value a given belief, it is important to be clear that the goal of this assessment is to understand what value I attribute to, be- to a belief, not to judge whether the value I have given it is correct or appropriate relative to some outside standard, such as one's pastor's view or one church- one's church's view. It is not that such outside standards are irrelevant or even unimportant. Rather, the point of inventory valuing is to be as honest as possible with yourself about the value that you personally place on a given belief. Only by understanding how and why we value particular beliefs as we do will participants be in a position to identify weaknesses and so focus on areas of growth potential in order to mature their beliefs. As participants undertake this form of self-investigation, it will be valuable to keep the skills and dispositions learned last module front of mind. In other words, where participants find that these investigations are uncomfortable or find themselves reacting defensively, revisiting tools such as the eight steps for engaging with challenging viewpoints will ease the transition. For example, this module compares qualitative or subjective evaluations of Christian belief with more quantitative or objective evaluations. Qualitative evaluations of Christian belief may be unfamiliar and for some even appear worrying or problematic. A qualitative evaluation is a personal subjective assessment of what you value about something, why this thing is important to you and from your perspective. Qualitative evaluations are purposefully subjective and focus on questions such as, what is important to me about this belief? What value do I derive from holding this belief? What are the most and least valuable things to me about Christianity? And so on. It may help some participants to consider that valuing one's subjective evaluations is a way of valuing and even loving yourself, and that self-love is a key part of a Christian's top priorities. By top priorities, I mean what have been called the greatest and second greatest commandments of loving God entirely, loving myself rightly, and loving my neighbor likewise. Now, my comment about top priorities is a good opportunity to raise three other notions that are important for Module 3, specifically the notions of tacit beliefs, guiding assumptions, and core values. In the case that I just mentioned, one of my guiding assumptions is that what are known as the greatest and second greatest commandments do in fact represent a Christian's top priorities. Now, I happen to believe that there are good exegetical reasons for me to believe that the Christian's top priorities are represented by these two commands. So a guiding assumption can be something that is merely assumed and where there's little or no evidence supporting the claim, but it need not be. Rather, there are two main components to a guiding assumption. On the one hand, it is something that I consciously hold to be true without presenting my evidence and arguments for believing it on every occasion. On the other hand, it is something that informs and supports many of my other views and beliefs. Guiding assumptions can be contrasted with tacit beliefs. A tacit belief is a belief of which I am not really conscious, but that nonetheless informs my actions 
and the formation of my other beliefs. It stands to reason that tacit beliefs are always assumed and are never the result of conscious investigation or choice. Part of the point of inventory taking and inventory valuing is identifying and examining our tacit beliefs and either migrating the truthful and valuable ones into guiding assumptions or removing the potentially untruthful, unvaluable ones from our belief structure. The third notion is core values, which I mentioned earlier. A core value is something that I deeply believe, whether I want to believe it or not. It is something that matters to me then at a core level and that influences my choices and how my other beliefs are formed and prioritized. Understanding one's core values and examining, where possible, their origin is a key task of inventory taking and inventory valuing. So where Christians are largely taught that they are to value certain things and not others, the possibility that my core values don't align with what Christians are supposed to value can seem worrying or even frightening. Two points are important to consider here. First, being clear on what Christians are to value is actually a task, not a given. Second, the purpose of honestly inventorying one's core values, along with one's other beliefs, is to develop an ever-sharpening picture of oneself, and doing so well includes participants recognizing their concerns and fears, while requiring that they not be limited or guided by these concerns or fears. In terms of developing new skills, this module features an introductory tool for assessing ideas and beliefs. Beginning in Module 3, participants use this tool to examine their own beliefs about subjects such as who the Christian God is, what sin is, what people are, and why being a Christian is valuable. This tool uses a three-step process of describing the subject, interpreting the description, and then linking the interpretation to a particular topic, such as linking the interpretation to how we value our beliefs or to one of our core values. An important goal of inventory taking and inventory valuing will be for Christian participants to begin writing out their beliefs on these various matters in their own words and to write out their Christian beliefs without using any Bible verses or theological references. Non-Christian participants will be encouraged to write out their understanding, again in their own words, of several Christian beliefs. Okay, John, thanks for coming to this part of the episode. So we've been talking, or I've been talking really about uh, inventory taking and inventory valuing. Wondering what struck you here as important or interesting or things that maybe people should keep in mind as they're going through this material. Oh man, I could not agree with this one more. So partway through you said, you're talking about taking inventory is the notion of ownership, which is <laughs> totally one of my words. Did or I just sense... drop that in there for you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're trying to keep me engaged. It's working. <laughs> or the sense, so taking inventory is the notion of ownership or the sense that a given belief or viewpoint is one that corresponds to my core values. Yes. Also huge on values. Um, and then you talk about, I had never thought about this before though, in other words, exploring where our beliefs come from in light of the values that we hold. Yeah, I think this is a uh, one of the things I'm really hoping that participants will do is to begin to ask maybe some brand new questions about why do I believe what I believe? Where does what I believe come from? You know, and and I think a lot of times for Christians, these can be intimidating questions because there's an underlying assumption that if I'm asking questions about my beliefs, there's something wrong with my beliefs, my beliefs aren't true, 
my beliefs are being attacked. And so there's this really undifferentiated notion that any type of questioning is wrong. Or that if you ask too many questions, you're going to end up throwing it all away. Right. That, in right. other words, it can be kind of this fragile sense of like, if I dig too deep on this and I find that there's not enough underneath this, I am hosed. Because yeah. my whole life, my whole family, my whole world revolves around Christianity. Right. And, and, and that latter part may be true. Everything may revolve around Christianity. But I think increasingly what people are going to discover as they go through the program is that um, the way we have formed our beliefs, the way we hold them and what we understand as beliefs involves a lot of our own input, a lot of us forming uh, nuancing, sometimes not nuancing maybe, what those beliefs are about. And the more we can understand that, the better the chance we have of coming up with really beliefs that will allow us to be as close, if you will, to what seem to be biblical understandings and also that will be as viable as possible for living in the world, right? And that's that whole thing about the integration projects, faith and life. I think what's fascinating about what you just said there is, you also said earlier or later in the episode was this idea that to approach and consider what you value without judgment. Mm-hmm. This is just like, I can't say enough about the importance of this. When I do values work with people in coaching, we always come to the place of like, what is it that you value? There's no right answers, wrong answers, or judgment. Because the minute you bring in judgment or critique of, well, I should, I should have this value or I should think this way, you're now like calibrating on something or someone else and not yourself. Right. Which yeah. I know will make some people, some Christians like super uncomfortable. Like, well, wait a minute. Does that mean I'm just making this all up? What if right. I'm, what if I'm fallen and sinful? Like, how can I be doing this the right way? And I, I think that all comes later. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, yeah, mm-hmm. just basic inventory taking, starting from just a base level of what do I value? And again, setting aside the fear. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't think unless like, some of the wires aren't connected well or correctly upstairs. I really don't think anyone's going to sit down and say, I really believe that it's okay to kill people. I really believe in killing things. Mm-hmm. Like I just, right. Right. I, I just don't really see that happening here. So my hunch is you're going to sit down and think, what do I really, really, really value? What makes me feel most alive? If I think of a peak experience in my life, what was I doing? Right. What was happening? Um, peak experience, euphoria, like just, you know, what were you doing? Where were you? What was going on? Right. Or what sorts of things do you keep coming back to? Yes. What sorts of things are you, I mean, that's one of the things I I, I mentioned in the content is those core values uh, are things that it takes no or low effort to promote them. Even if I'm not successful or even if I'm not completely consistent, it's something I keep coming back to. Another shortcut to this too is the direct yeah. opposite. What are the things that make you furious? Right. Are really huh. angry. That's a good point. Because typically when you trip across, like you can see this in like everyday life. Someone cuts in front of you at the grocery store. Someone cuts you off in traffic. Someone is right. uh, disrespectful at work or right, wherever. Right. Like these things, they, they pop, I promise, they pop up everywhere. And if you can be aware enough to be like, whoa, that just triggered me. That just really pushed my buttons. My hunch is it's pushing on a button that's a really important thing to you that is not mm-hmm. being honored. Like, it's the complete right. opposite of honoring your value. It's completely being dishonored, which is a nice little pointer to say, ooh, 
this thing right here is really important. You know, that if that happened to someone else, they would just be like, ah, whatever. But I'm still hanging on to this for some reason. This must be important to me. That's a great point, John. Yeah. Like things like fairness, safety. Um, yeah. And we might prioritize them different. That's even, mm-hmm. that's what, mm-hmm. if you want to go really deep with values, which is another conversation for another time, you might prioritize fairness ahead of safety. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. might prioritize safety ahead of fairness. Right. And you and I might have conflict because I'm like, no, no, no. The overriding value here is fairness. And you're like, no way, man, it's safety. <laughs> but again, neither of these is right or wrong. Yes. In the sense that, no. that my order is this and yours is that. So one other thing I would throw out here. Yes. I loved, I love this idea of at the end, you're challenged to have people do an inventory taking exercise. Right. Yeah. And that's I think, important. I think you said an important goal of inventory taking would be for Christian participants to write out their beliefs on these various matters in their own words and to write out their Christian beliefs. This is the part I like the best without any Bible verses or theological references. Yeah. I think that would be, I think that could be incredibly painful and uncomfortable for some people. But it shows a real sense of what, what have you internalized? Yeah. And what do you, and what do you, and, and I'll also give myself a plug here (laughs) and you can link to it if you want. But I, I sat down and wrote down a list of all the things that I believed in general. What do I believe about life? And I crafted that into a list and I put it on my website. Like these are the things that I know. And no, I'm using what I know and what I believe interchangeably. You probably bust me on some type of philosophical level there. (laughs) But I cannot say enough how, again, this could be one of those super uncomfortable exercises. Blank sheet of paper, pen in your hand. Okay, I believe believe God knows me, or I believe God loves me, or I believe I'm sinful, or like just whatever. Just write it down. No, again, and and again through the earlier filter of no judgment. Maybe this right. is a pe- piece of paper that you're never going to show anyone but yourself. But you've got to be super, 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 super honest with yourself of just write it down. That's great. Well, thanks, John. I appreciate your thoughts. That's that's really helpful. You got it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Untangling Christianity podcast. A summary and resources for this episode are at our website, untanglingchristianity.com. If you'd like to join our private Facebook group or reach us by email, send your requests, questions, or even a simple hello to feedback at untanglingchristianity.com. Music on this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons license.